Welcome to the Cannabis Question, a marijuana science and culture podcast coming from the state of Pennsylvania to the rest of the nation and the world. My name is Scott, and I'm your host, and on today's episode, we're going to try something just a little different. Um, I was thinking that it might be time to give a shot at something sort of like a featured products review sort of thing, a little peek at some things on our market that may look promising in case anyone out there is looking for a good recommendation. So this will function sort of like a strain of the day, but I love wordplay, so I won't just say strain of the day. I was thinking I might call it, you know, like the name of the insane strain game. And today's winner of an insane strain is a product, a live butter in the PA market called Lime Skunk Crossed with Lime Sorbet. Now, this is something that's offered uh, in a one gram denomination of live butter by Cresco, one of our uh, bigger and better grower processors. I think it ran 65 bucks. And I picked it up today and was very excited to open it up. And actually, you just heard me giving it a sample right at the top of the episode in the background of that intro music just to see exactly what it was made of. So we'll see if I can make it through the entire uh, little review without too many mental obstacles as they develop. So the first thing I was thinking uh, in this review, we'd at least talk about what it is being a cross. You know, we have lime skunk crossed with lime sorbet, and some folks may think that means they actually kind of married these plants together. You know, you sort of had a lime skunk and lime sorbet genetics, and you mix them and got a seed out of it, and then you planted that seed and got a plant that might go by this name, but that is not what happened. Generally, when you see something like a cross, they grew a lime skunk crop and a lime sorbet crop, and they had them mingle in the extraction unit. You know, there's a huge hopper, like a big metal cylinder that makes up one of the most important parts of an extractor, the material column, as they often call it. And in that column, you might pack anywhere from like three to five to eight to 10, maybe even more than that. And the really, really big setups, pounds of weed, you know, five to 10 pounds of cannabis goes into that. And that's what you use with some hydrocarbons or CO2 or ethanol, whatever you're using to extract as a solvent and get your product. And so when you see a cross on a product like this, they're talking about an extraction cross not a genetics cross. So at least just to get that out of the way, that's the first thing I was thinking about. Now the second thing to think about is the lineage of the strains involved because even though they were crossing the extractor, there's still a little bit of uh, of data in their history that we can at least think about. Now I'm a sativa guy. I love sort of the racy, run around the block, high limonene, high pinene kind of strains. I love the energy giving ones. Even though I know I have a lot of energy, you know, I'm a guy who likes to double down on my bet. So generally I look for the flavor profiles and the effects that often are described as sativa, you know, like daytime energy giving sorts of things. And that means the flavors and smells of tropical fruits, lighter green colors, things that usually come from, you know, that tropical area. A lot of strains that might've been land race in that area usually speak to me pretty well you know they're very very palatable and attractive on the nose so something like lime skunk which is a known sativa 
uh, really gets me excited. It's one of the reasons why I ran into the store and grabbed this product pretty quickly. Uh, I knew I'm a huge fan of lime skunk. I love the flavor. I love the effects. And for me, although skunk strains like Island Sweet Skunk as well can be sativas, I often feel that when it has that kind of skunkiness to it in the flavor, I, f- I feel the traditional stoned feeling. It's like that classic, it drops your lids a little bit and makes you feel pretty good. And as we're only getting into, you know, a couple minutes into this dab, I can say my eyes definitely feel, you know, a little smaller and I can feel a little bit of the loosening of my mind. So, you know, I may start to change my cadence of speech. We'll see how it goes. Now, looking into the genetics, we have lime skunk, we have lime sorbet. Uh, Now, lime sorbet, funny enough, has lime skunk in it. So lime sorbet is a mix of Bubba Kush and lime skunk. Now, it usually kicks around, you know, pretty good 20-25% potency in flour, but if you've been in the PA market and been able to afford a very expensive lime sorbet reserve Cresco flour eighth, you've probably seen it. I think the last four or five times it's hit, it's been like 33, almost 35% sometimes, and that is massive. That's almost hitting, you know, the record, which I think is just under 40%. To think that a plant would put a third of its energy, you know, or seemingly once it's cured, what could be measured as around a third of its energy into just pure potency. It's pretty insane and rare. And so usually this is a high potency flower and it has some lime skunk in it, but it's sold as an indica. Bubba Kush is a little bit more of the dominant feel. So lime sorbet usually has kind of a nice muted lime kind of smell to it kind of a calm, I always felt like it had a little bit of like a lime with chamomile sort of appeal to it. And in that same respect, it wasn't heavily sedative. It was a nice kind of relaxing indica. It wasn't anything that sent you down into the couch. I think Bubba Kush, sometimes I've had Bubba Kush and it really is a little bit more sedative or at least a lot more munchies. But with mixed with lime skunk, the lime sorbet is a nice mild indica, like a seven out of 10 as far as the indicaline went. And then we look at lime skunk, and lime skunk is actually going to be lemon skunk crossed with green ribbon. And sometimes they call it uh, lime green skunk. And from the pictures and from the flavor profiles I've been able to see, it's the lime moniker kind of applies in two ways. Not only is it something that has a bit of the breath of lime to it, but it also as a plant physically is like a very bright, almost lime green. You know, if you've studied your nugs, you've definitely seen a crazy array of colors, purples, oranges, reds, um, these great hues of green that can occur all the way from the darkest, almost like purplish greenish ones to ones where they're light and almost have like a yellow shift to them. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. And this is a plant from all the pictures and the way that the buds look usually has a lighter green lime green look to it so the name kind of serves two purposes and now we can see that even though it is not dominant in lime sorbet it definitely pulls a little bit since they mixed it with just straight lime skunk now the funny thing is pulling this thing out i thought maybe i would just get a whole like lime party up in my nose but it did not really have nearly that kind of lime forward feel to it that you might think especially with the namesake. It came across more um, like a strain called Purple Punch that I've had in the PA market. 
actually as a concentrate, it came in this like nectar form, which was pretty much like a sauce. And it was phenomenal. You would write home to mom about it. It really got you into a really good headspace. And I would say as this high is maturing, uh, it seems to have a very similar character to the purple punch, not sedative, but relaxing. And as far as the nose goes and the flavor, it has a really nice kind of robust, bold, I would say like a tart Kool-Aid blueberry little bit to it. Um, you know, it's got a really full palate, but it is not like a high nasal sort of experience. As I said, I'm a sativa guy, so I love it when the smell kind of goes right into your eyes and it might even make your sinuses feel a little different right away. And this, even from the dab that I started with, it really just resonated on the tongue, a little bit on the upper palate, but not really too high in the, in the nose passageways. And looking at the labs themselves, it's terpenaline dominant, and that usually hits you in the eyes just a little bit. But this, I wouldn't say I didn't feel that pressure. We also have myrcene, caryophylline, and limonene all in like the 0.6 to 0.8 range. And I didn't necessarily taste the limonene. I think that comes through more on the nose when you're smelling it. But the myrcene and caryophylline definitely got you in the throat a little bit. So to me, it was like a terpenaline little candy, sweet flavor forward. And then this sort of berry black pepper in the back. And as I said, very, very similar to Purple Punch in the flavor. And as I can feel right now in the effects, you know, my eyes are starting to get a little bit of that nice uh, sort of warm feeling to them, I guess, that makes your lids drop a little bit. Now, the thing that really got me excited too, as I was inspecting this right before I measured out my dose for the day, is that this has a really, really light color to it. And this may actually be in part to that lime skunk genetic that gave it that kind of light green, you know, difference in maybe the way the flavonoids or the chlorophyll was in the plant that gives this extract a nice sort of blonde, I would say, you know, at best like a pale amber color. Uh, I buy quite a bit of Cresco. They're one of my favorite grower processors. And usually most of their products have like just a nice rich, almost like stained wood, like look to them. And they might be very, very wet and, you know, or very, very solid butter. This came in at a very solid at room temperature feel, pretty firm. So, you know, I'm even holding it upside down. I have no risk of this ever sort of running into the lid or jamming up the threads. It, uh, it kind of looks like blonde hash in a way, um, which some people might relate to quality. And every once in a while, that does mean maybe not quality, but purity. But it kind of depends on what the plant looks like before you extract from it. So if this really was like a bunch of lime skunk, this limey green, you know, it kind of looks that way in the actual product itself. Um, overall for the effects, if anybody out there was curious as to why you might get it, I wouldn't say this is a creative strain. If you couldn't remember how to finish a song or you had writer's block, this isn't really going to help you out too much. This is like a good seven o'clock appointment. It's relaxing, but not fully sedative. And as a guy who has quite a few leftover injuries, uh, I used to do BMX dirt jumping, breakdancing, you know, I was not a fan of boredom, if you understand what I mean. Uh, so there's a lot of pain and a lot of, I would say, irritation and inflammation in my body. And I can say this has dealt quite nicely with most of it. In potency, we're actually looking at uh, mostly just straight THC, A and THC combined, you're in like 82% and change. So it's definitely potent enough. 
and you have good absorption in it too with that mercine count. Um, kind of makes you feel like your stress and a little bit of your body frustration melts away and it'll probably let you finish the night at just a bit of a slower pace than you might have otherwise, you know. You'll finish the show, maybe do one thing, and then say goodnight. But as I said, this is definitely not what, you, what you'd necessarily want to use to try to finish something that you started. This is going to be a nice reward once you're done doing what you have to do. And it's all about just being able to hang out in the way you want to. So uh, if you have the chance, feel free to go out there, grab yourself a one gram of lime sorbet crossed with lime skunk live butter. Uh, we got it flowing in PA, and if you're lucky enough out there to run across either one of those genetics and find some lime sorbet or lime skunk, I would recommend uh, go and grab it up. It's going to be a nice mild indica at best for lime sorbet, and if you grab some lime skunk, it'll be a nice kind of traditional high, but a good sativa for you. Uh, on that note, I hope you all have a real good night and have enjoyed our first little name of the insane strain game. Um, we will do this again. Uh, if I run into something that curls my toes or seems like it might be exciting, might do a little first hit unboxing and uh, see how it goes. But thanks for joining me today, and I uh, hope you all have a good night. Get medicated. Take it easy. <laughs>